Hi, and welcome to this week's Blogging Business Owner Podcast. I'm your co-host, Anna. And this is your co-host, Chaitanya. And before we get started, we want to disclose to you that we might be using some affiliate links. And if we do, and you use that link, we will be getting a percentage of that sale at no additional cost to you. We'll let you know what those links are when they come up. Today, we are going to talk about what is affiliate marketing and how you can make money from promoting products and services by using affiliate marketing. Thanks for starting us off. So like most bloggers, we also started our blogging business without really a way to monetize it. And to start a blogging business, right, you have to make revenue or else it's blogging. (laughs) That's (laughs) it. And so for us, we didn't really start with a product. We didn't start with a service. And we were a little stumped on how we were going to make money. But that was all done when we found affiliate marketing. We love affiliate marketing. We started affiliate marketing the second month that we were uh, that we had had our blog up, and it's been great. And today, where you want to learn some of what we have learned from affiliate marketing with you, and hopefully um, inspire you to also start to make money for your business as well. With affiliate marketing, even beginner bloggers can start to make money uh, with zero page views. That brings us to the question, what is affiliate marketing? Well, affiliate marketing is making money via commissions by promoting other people or other companies, products and services. And you can make money by making a sale. There's other ways that you can make money too, like for leads, but that's really dependent on the affiliate. Mostly it's for sales. And everybody is a little bit different. You can make money uh, a flat fee or you can make it by percentage. It really depends on the affiliate and sometimes they even give you a choice, uh, the promoter, on how you would like to start earning money. Now, companies and advertisers have found that bloggers have a concentrated community that they talk to every day and that they have trust established trusts with. And so they have learned that tapping into bloggers like you and me is important for their business to have ongoing sales. So now 81% of brands and 84% of publishers leverage the power of affiliate marketing. And this is predicted to continue. So most companies and brands do want to partner with bloggers and small businesses like yours and mine so that they can get more sales from their products and services. So basically, nowadays, companies are looking to partner with you to promote their services and products. Thinking of it from your point of view, staying open to these partnerships can lead to a thriving business and brand presence where you co-promote their products and services and that will lead to building your own brand and business presence. This boils down to our next question. How does affiliate marketing actually work? Well, you first have to get an affiliate link and that is a link that is unique to you. And every time that someone uses that unique link to make a purchase or whatever the terms are, then you make money. So there's a ton of benefits of affiliate marketing. One is pay per sale. So you make money from the sales that you promote and you do not need to manage any of the customer service, any of the upkeep with the product or the service. You make money simply by promoting the product and service. This ultimately makes passive income. Yes, at the beginning, you do have to put time to promoting the service or the product, but after some time, then you're able to make money passively because you're no longer having to make that content because it lives on your website and your social media if if you choose to do that. A big benefit that I can think of when you're starting on early with your own business is like, Uh, You won't have to provide any customer support for any of these affiliate products and services that you promote. With refunds, shipping, and customer emails to manage, selling these products can get complicated. So newbie business owners can benefit from the fact that they don't have to focus on these things and they can only focus on growing their own business. As as the new business owners don't have to actively manage any product. Usually when you start a business and you want to make money, there's usually a startup cost and it's usually, you know, 
way more than what you kind of have. At least that's a reality for most people, not for everybody. But with affiliate marketing, you don't need any money down. You can start a lucrative business with no money and start promoting it on the first day with zero views. And that's, that will work for you. You can do it on your website. You can do it on your newsletter, on social media, or whatever other way that you have. For example, we've added affiliate marketing to our podcast, and that's the way that we bring in income as well. Another benefit of affiliate marketing is like, it's highly flexible. It can be anything you want it to be. If you want it to be a full-time job that you want to take on, it it can bring in a lot of money too. If you have some other commitments and you want to do it only like part-time and have some extra income or side income on the side, with very little work, you can get set up with some affiliate programs and have some side income on the side. Either way, it's highly flexible. You get to choose which products you want to promote, which programs that you want to join and last but not the least and the most important your working hours you can work on it part-time or full-time yeah and I want to pause and go over the ways that you can promote affiliate marketing so one way that you can promote it is through your blog so you can write a blog post where you can put different elements of the product or the service and educate your audience on how to use it or what are the benefits of it Another way is doing an online comparison shopping. I'm sure you've seen this. It's where they put two competing products or two competing services and they are more than two. Um, and you talk about the pros and the cons and maybe at the end you might even share your feedback as to what you would buy or what you think is most beneficial for who and why. So these are two ways that you can promote your products and services, but it's not an exhaustive list. There's definitely a lot more ways that you can embed uh, the promotion to services and products. After learning how affiliate marketing is beneficial and how we can promote affiliate marketing through different ways, we want to know how much can we actually make as an affiliate marketer? Well, you, I mean, everybody's a little bit different. I'm not saying that, you know, that everybody is the same. The average is about 5,000 a month. That is taking the lowest from the highest and you can range. And of course, it's not consistent. Like every month you just make a little bit different. Sometimes some affiliates are seasonal. That means that they work on some months of the month of the year and not on others. And there's other affiliates that you that can be used all year long. So you might have heard of Pat Flynn. Pat Flynn has a podcast and, well, several podcasts and several websites and his own business. And so he makes a whopping 100000 per month on affiliates alone. And we know that because he shares his income reports. He was actually one of the first ones who started to do that. And he was very open and continues to be with how he makes money. And a big part of his business is affiliate marketing. So here's a tip. Make content that promotes your affiliates with an emphasis on search engine optimization. So we say SEO because you want your blog to be found. You want that content to reach people in an organic way. You do have your customers, but just keep in mind that your customers may have already bought that service or have already used your link and you need additional income to come in. And so you need additional people to use that link. So make sure that you're looking at your content and that it's SEO friendly. On the topic of affiliate money, we need to be aware of the niche that we might be choosing so that we can make the most out of it. Some of the niches have a higher likelihood of making money. And these are typically products that are always kind of in demand and have enthusiastic fans. Some of the popular niches include like online dating, gaming, travel, fitness, and golf. Usually it's been observed that affiliate commissions of 50% of higher are very common with digital products because there is no cost of replication. What that means is that if a consumer is buying something worth $10 through your affiliate, there is a very high likelihood that you'll end up making more than $5 with digital products. Yeah, and it's a huge benefit because there is nothing that you really have to put up front because it is a digital product. So sometimes some affiliates, 
it might be like cooking supplies or something like that. And that really takes some upfront because if they're not providing you the product, then you don't really know what it's like to use the product. Then it becomes harder to make a suggestion or a recommendation. So yes, I can see why digital products tend to be a little bit higher with their commissions. Now, again, payments can be a flat fee or a percentage. Um, and in most cases, when they're percentages, you do want like just a suggestion or what most people do is that they usually go for big ticket items. That way, if they only make a couple sales, they make some money or a substantial amount of money. But if they're selling things that are pretty small in commission, then they have to sell a ton of those. And that's not always something that they're able to do. And so keeping an eye out for a good mix of small and big products, um, ticket products, then that would be great. But if you are more attuned to big ticket items, then that might be better for you. So to actually make money with affiliate marketing, do I need a lot of traffic? Do I need a lot of page views? Not necessarily. Um, it does depend on the product. So if you have a big ticket product, then you don't have to sell as many as a small ticket product. And you can always start affiliate marketing with zero page views. There is no barrier to affiliate marketing. Of course, some companies do have requirements and others are just very open. So later on, I do want to talk to you about some starter affiliate programs for those of us who started with affiliate marketing when we had close to zero page views. Oh, you mentioned something about affiliate programs. Do you want to tell us which are some of the most popular affiliate programs or networks? Yeah. So uh, before I jump into that, just it's a new term affiliate network. And all that means is that it um, an affiliate network gives you access to a wide range of products and services. It's a network that has made agreements with several different businesses. So there's two ways that you can get um, affiliates. One way is that you can go directly to the business and you scroll down. Usually at the bottom, you scroll all the way down. And they usually have on their footer something that says affiliates or affiliate program or affiliate sign-in, something to that sort. You click on that, you submit an application, and then you potentially get accepted as a affiliate marketer for that business. Another way to do it is to sign up with the network. The process is similar. You still have to submit an application, but after you submit that one application, then you can start selecting from a gallery of affiliate programs. And you don't have to do that application again and again because you've already done it once. So some pros and some cons. Uh, some networks don't have all the businesses that you're going to want to serve or promote to your audience. And some pros is that, you know, you only have to submit that application once and then the links are kind of given to you. So earlier we talked about those affiliate programs that you can have at the beginning when you have zero page views. One of them is Amazon Affiliates, or it's also known as Amazon Associates. So the Amazon program is super low barrier. You can start with no page views. Uh, I've gotten accepted into Amazon Associates a couple of times just because the first time I was trying to just see what it was and I never used that account, but I was accepted. And then the other time I was accepted too, almost immediately. I mean, it's really fast the way that they uh, process applications. Now, they do have a high converting shopping site because it's Amazon, right? So people are familiar with the site. It's just that with Amazon affiliates, usually the commission is not very high because people aren't buying big ticket items on Amazon. And the other part of Amazon is that you really have to read their terms and conditions very closely because one of the things that they do not allow you to do is to market on email. And if you were to do that, you could potentially get banned and not get any money that you have already earned and is still in the system. So that's part of their terms of service and they could always change. So this podcast may be out of date by the time that you read their terms of service. So be sure that you're reading the terms of service so that way you don't 
get faulted and not get your money. The next one is ShareASell. So ShareASell is a great place to start for new bloggers. You again, sign up, you use it, you pay monthly. They have a great interface that makes it super easy to find businesses. They give you links that make sense and you can even convert them to something that is a little bit more friendlier to you. So for example, most affiliate links are like a, like letters and numbers that don't really make sense. With ShareASale, you can convert those links to something that makes sense. Like you can put in your domain and it could have something to do with your domain. So it's easier for people to remember. And that way, if you are saying it into a podcast, then people can remember and go back and type it in. So that's the benefit. Um, the downfall of ShareASell is that they don't always accept everybody. So for example, I applied to ShareASell and they didn't accept me. I did get early access and I went into the website. I was so excited. I started to sign up. I even used some of their affiliate links and I started putting them in and I wrote a blog post about one of their affiliates. I was so excited. And a couple days later, or maybe a day later, I got an email saying that my application had been denied. And there was no reason why it had been denied. Um, they didn't disclose that, which is typical. Uh, but then I lost all the work I had put in. Like I had spent time on their website and getting familiar with it. And it was just, it was kind of a downer. I hadn't even done all my taxes because they... Um, you have to mail or fax your tax information. And I had already put it on an envelope and stamped it. It was just such a downer. So hopefully um, I can figure out what happened and, you know, submit my application. Um, they're not going to tell me, you know, why it was rejected, but maybe I can take a second look and look at, you know, maybe I typed something that I shouldn't have typed or click the box that I shouldn't have clicked. I'm not sure. Uh, but, you know, if you're able to get on ShareASell, please leave a comment below because I think it would be really helpful to learn how to get on ShareASell. Now, the last affiliate network that I'll be sharing today is CJ or formerly known as Commission Junction. And this is one of the oldest or senior or seasoned um, affiliate networks. And this is great for established bloggers, they do have a lot of products and services that are widely used, like Namecheap as one of their businesses. You could also go to Namecheap directly, I believe, and um, and just work with them. But CJ does have a huge catalog of different businesses that you can work with. Now, again, the downfall is that if you don't make any money within six months or you have too little traffic, um, they could potentially deactivate your account. So make sure that when you sign up for D CJ that you're ready to start promoting. So you might be wondering how we can find affiliate programs or affiliate networks. So you can find affiliate programs on individual company websites that you visit or like from an affiliate network website. To identify which affiliates work for you the best in your niche, consider some of the steps that we are going to follow along. So the first thing that you need to do is look at your niche and think about what products are going to sell, what is going to be useful. So you don't want to be promoting something, you know, for us, for example, we are blogging business owners. So for me, even though some of my listeners maybe fishermen, I probably won't be promoting like boat sales, even <laughs> though they have a sweet commission, because it just kind of wouldn't make that much sense at this point. So reflect on the products and services that you use or that you think would be most helpful. Now, the bonus is if you already use them, then you already know what they what the benefit of them are. And it's kind of easier to promote when you already understand the product and the service. Now, the second thing that I invite you to think about is to validate your idea. So take a look at your competitors and see if that, those are affiliates that they're using as well. Think about if they're making money off of those affiliates, if it's being profitable, profitable for them. 
if it, that's true, they might be profitable for you too. Now, if you have a different affiliate in mind, that's okay. You don't have to match all of your competitors. Um, it just probably means that somebody, they haven't found it and you found it first. Now, visit the website of your affiliate so that you can understand the product better and get a good grasp on deals and what people love about the product and the service. What I love about ConvertKit, uh, as you know, we are ConvertKit affiliates, is that they have a whole program where you can get taught as to what the product is and any updates. And Pat Flynn is actually the one who is teaching that program because he makes so much off of, well, affiliates, but a lot of, of uh, ConvertKit. They also have great workshops that you can listen into and get news from and kind of learn about any updates that are going on with um, ConvertKit. Now, I love ConvertKit because of that, but I don't know any other affiliate that does that as well. There's affiliates that do give you banners and um, free downloads and even HTMLs. It just really depends on the affiliate. Uh, some affiliates do need you to use the images that they have. Like you can't go and take a screenshot and use that as your affiliate image. It has to be something from their gallery. And so just be sure of the terms and the service so that you are promoting it in the correct way. Now, if you're happy with that product and that service, then the next step would be to apply. So some affiliates will, or some businesses will tell you on the website that they do not have their own affiliate program, but that they're actually connected to an affiliate network. So at that point, if you're already in the network, network, then that's great. You can just search on the network and sign up. If you're not on the network, then sign up. <laughs> but at the end, you to become an affiliate, you will have to apply, whether it's to the business directly or to the network. And some businesses do have both. So if, even if you get rejected by the network, then reach out to the company and apply with them and see if you get accepted. Now, step five is when you do get accepted, you are going to receive their terms and conditions. Read the terms and conditions. And I know that it could seem a little boring, but it's really not once you start reading them and once you start to get familiar. Don't get caught with... <laughs> accidentally promoting something the wrong way, like Amazon affiliates on email, and then getting your entire monetization being cut off because it was done in a way that is contradictory to the terms and service. So that would be really, really awful because we put so much effort into the promotion that it's just, if you can take a couple minutes to read the terms and conditions, that is so much better than losing money because the terms and conditions were breached. So please take time to go ahead and read the terms and conditions. And what I do is that I do read the terms and conditions when I become an affiliate. And then I read them again every time I use the link because some people can update their terms and conditions in different ways. So some ways is they can send a mass message. Um, other ways are they can simply put a note in their terms and conditions, like at the bottom where it says updated, and then they put a date on there. It's just, it's really different. And if they are using the form where they just put the date at the bottom, they don't have to send you an email or let you know in, uh, in any way, because you're responsible for knowing that information. So make sure that you're updating yourself and understanding where you can put those affiliates and where you should not use those affiliates and how you should list those affiliates. So sometimes using a bit.ly, even though it looks a lot better than having those links with all the different like symbols and letters and numbers all bunched in together, like bit.ly's look so much better, right? Or pretty links where you get something like, like when I say bloggingbusinessowner.com slash pricing, like that is my affiliate for ConvertKit. So if I were to give you the actual link to ConvertKit, it probably wouldn't make a lot of sense over audio. But when I say bloggingbusinessowner.com slash pricing, that is so easy for you to remember and to go and to put into your browser. However, some affiliates do not allow you to change that link. So you can't, you can't put it into like a pretty link. 
One of those is Amazon Associates. So just be aware of your flexibilities and how you can present those affiliates. Uh, and that's why I think that using them in your blog is a great way to kind of put those links because people are reading anyhow and they're already using like their mouse to click around or their finger. And that's a lot easier than, you know, than through podcasting where those affiliates probably wouldn't make a lot of sense if they were in a mismatch of letters and numbers. Now, step six is learn about the product and the service. And there's just one more step after this, (laughs) but it's Learn about the product and the service because you want to know what are the benefits, what are the pros, what are the cons, how are people using it, what's the frequency, everything that you would want to know if you were being, if you were a buyer. People don't like being sold to, but they love buying. So make sure that it's, you know, it's in a way that is going to resonate with your readership and that is going to convert them from readers to clients. So make sure that you understand what are the pain points, what are the needs, what are the wants, and that you are serving them with those affiliates that are needed. And as promised, the last step, step seven, is to start promoting. So promote the affiliate in whatever way seems genuine to you and is uh, abiding by the guidelines. So if that is writing a blog post, email, social media, whatever it means to you, then do it that way and make money using affiliate marketing. Hey, it's Anna. And the newsletter is open right now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. My newsletter is the most comprehensive service for blogging business owners. Each week, the newsletter focuses on strategies, features, and the benefits for online businesses. The Blogging Business Owner newsletter is the number one way that I get to connect with you each week. Having the newsletter is what drives traffic to my site every single day. So dive in now at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Bloggingbusinessowner.com slash N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash newsletter. Thanks for letting us know the seven steps to get signed up with an affiliate program and uh, practice affiliate marketing. Uh, It may feel like it's a little slow because you have to sign up and do a lot of stuff. But affiliate marketing is not that complicated once you get the hang of it. To make things simpler on yourself, try and promote things that you actually use and that you love. If you love a product, it becomes much easier to sell it to others. Plus, it's much quicker to create good content if you use it yourself, since you would be aware of the drawbacks and all the benefits of actually using the products and you will be able to promote them more effectively. And that way, you don't have to dedicate a different set of time to actually learn the product and promote it differently. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, something about affiliate marketing, and and we touched on this a little bit earlier, is abiding by those terms and conditions, right? So they're just protecting their business, and you should protect your business too. And there's two ways that you can do that. The first way is to have a disclosure page. So in the disclosure page, you talk about how you do have affiliates and how some of the links that are in your website might be affiliates. Now, Don't draft that all by yourself and do not copy paste somebody else's because they can get back to you with the cease and desist. So please do not do that. What you can do is you can go on website policies and our affiliate link is bloggingbusinessowner.com slash website policies. And for $20, I believe, uh, you can get your own disclosure policy, it will ask you to answer some questions about your website and then it'll auto-generate that um, that disclosure for you that you can then post on your website or you can link um, back to website policy. So if there's any changes that need to be made, those changes are made automatically. So I really recommend it. And with website policies, just, just to talk a little bit about it, um, 
you get a better price when you buy in bundles and you might want to check them out. And if you see a couple of uh, policies that you like, I recommend that you buy them in bundles instead of one by one. You just get a better rate that way. Um, I think I bought like maybe six of them and they were, I think in combined, they were like $50 or something. And then I bought one after just one all by itself and it was 20. So that's why I think it's $20, but, um, but it might be different. I don't know. But anyways, check out website policies at blogging business owners slash website policies um, to see if you can make your own disclosure or maybe you already have one. Um, so the other part of disclosures is that you need to disclose that there may be affiliate links in your message at the beginning, basically, of every message that might contain an affiliate link. And that could be super simple. You can just put like a little disclaimer at the top that says this message contains affiliate links. And when I say little, I don't mean font size, <laughs> like they can't see it. I mean that it's short. <laughs> um, or you can do something like me. Uh, I write a kind of a hefty <laughs> um, disclosure. You don't have to do that. I just do it for emails, posts, show notes. I just like to do it. Um, and mine reads, it says disclosure, like in big, bold letters. Um, this message may contain an affiliate link, meaning I get a small commission if you decide to make a purchase using my link at no additional cost to you. Please read my disclosure for more information. So it's very simple, but it does disclose to you that there may be affiliate links. And whether there is or there's not, I mean, at least I'm covering my business. So find language that resonates with you and your readership. Keep it simple or long, that's up to you, but definitely disclose that you will be making a commission if they use your link. Now that we have learned how to sign up for an affiliate program, it's time to get to the most exciting part of affiliate marketing, that is promoting the products that we, that we have signed up for. Promoting an affiliate program usually takes some time and effort. There are many ways to go about doing this. Um, we are going to share some of the ways with you. Yeah, thank you for that introduction. So as we mentioned before, you could link it in a blog post. So some of the things that I personally personally like to do is that I like to make full blog posts of why I love this affiliate. Um, and the reason I like to do that is because I might go back and link to that pillar or that main blog post when I'm talking about little bits about that affiliate. So for example, during this podcast, I have told you briefly about website policies. So now I'm able to link these show notes or this article back to that pillar article where I talk only about website policies. So that is a trick that I use and it's called internal linking, but definitely go ahead and do that. And we'll talk more about that when we talk about SEO, but think about how you can embed these affiliate links into your blog post. Now you want to seamlessly integrate these affiliate links because again, you don't want to seem salesy. You, um, you, people kind of don't like that very much. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that's true, actually, because I really like it when people sell to me because I get to hear their pitches and learn new strategies. I mean, honestly, once I went to an RV show just because I heard that the best salesmen were RV salesmen and I heard they were just so good. And I was blown away. I just I mean, I was just so curious. So I bought a ticket to go to like an RV um convention I don't know where there was just like all kinds of sellers in like one location and I went and I was so fascinated because I was listening to them sale and guess what <laughs> I bought an RV <laughs> so they are good <laughs> uh, but you know like so I don't know how big that statement is that people don't like to be sold to um I have heard that before but maybe I just don't really believe it. <laughs> I love to hear sales and I love to hear ads. And back when I used to have cable, I mean, I don't have cable anymore, but back when I used to have cable, I would sometimes like go through the channels uh, just to stay on commercials. 
So I didn't care about a show or anything. I was just like going from commercial to commercial because I wanted to see what they were saying, how they were grabbing my attention, and how they were different from time to time. This was like before the internet was a thing. And so I I didn't know that this was like a strategy, but I was picking up on it and just was being super curious with all these commercials and just the way that they were grabbing my attention. I don't know if you've had an, um, a similar experience with just sales and I don't know. Do you think that affiliate marketing is like using a salesy voice is better or like you shouldn't be like being upfront about selling a product or a service? Generally, what I've observed is that it's mostly about conveying the value of the product. And once that value is conveyed, uh, the product is already sold. The person that you're talking to or like conveying the value to already wants to buy in at that point. So that's how I look at affiliate marketing. Oh, okay. So you really buy a product or a service if you're informed about like the benefits, the pros and the cons. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people resonate with you. I think like Pinterest um, buyers, they usually will look at the product and the service and they won't buy right away. At least that's what um, statistics from 2020 said. They will look at what the product is, what the business, and they usually buy a couple of days after. I mean, they do buy a ton more, you know, than like on other websites, I believe the, the statistics said, uh, but they will like want to know what the product and the service is. So I, I hear that you're a buyer like that. Yeah. And also like uh, there is also an another side to it. If 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 the product is something that I don't know a lot about and the domain or the industry of the product is also something that I don't know about, then usually I search on the internet for a recommendation. And that's where... Uh, like affiliate marketing kicks in, right? Because I don't know much about these products or the industry or the particular domain. And a blog post with an affiliate link uh, might just be the right call to action that I need to get a good product. Yeah, I like that. So one way that you can sell your or promote your affiliates would be to do internal linking. So we talked about it before, but this is where you link within your website and connect different posts or different pages so that they're all pointing to one that is the pillar post or the pillar page where your sales are being made. And you just want to have one of those, right? Because you don't want them to kind of um, block two posts to block each other out, right? You want one to rank on the SEO. Now, another thing that you might want to do is educate your uh, listeners or your audience as to why they need or want this product or service. So that might be exposing a pain point that might be exposing maybe a theory or something that most people don't know or how they're misusing this product and service. That could be a way that you can sell or promote these affiliates. You can do how-tos where you're showing a step-by-step as to how each of these affiliates or product or service work. So if you listen to episode two, which I invite you to do so right after this, you will see that we made a podcast all about how to make a landing page with ConvertKit. And so that is a podcast dedicated to an affiliate. And so if you want to learn how to do something uh, like entire content on just one affiliate link, I invite you to go listen uh, to episode two on your favorite platform. You can listen to it on YouTube or and read the blog post as well with the show notes. So that's just an example of all the content that we've made for that just one affiliate. Uh, and you can do the same. So I invite you to replicate that strategy and then tell us how it went. Now to go further, you can also make calls to action so if you have a WordPress website, you can, uh, you'll can you see that there's certain buttons that are called call to action. You can also just make your own block or write in, in, in bold and in all caps call to action and then follow it with a call to action. So just telling people exactly what you 
need from them or what you would like to see from them. So, um, for example, I say things like, all right, use my affiliate link, uh, bloggingbusinessowner.com slash affiliates, or I'm sorry, <laughs> slash pricing. Yeah, don't butcher your <laughs> affiliate <laughs> link. Okay, so let, let me try it again. Use my link, bloggingbusinessowner.com slash pricing to join the ConvertKit family today. I don't know, something like that. So be very clear about what your call to action is and what you would like to see your um, audience member do immediately. And you could also do a this or that. This is a strategy that I pulled from, I believe, TikTok or Reels. I don't know where it became popular from, but where they kind of shift their head and they go this or that, right? Anyway, so you get the idea. But you can do something like if we talk about a service, you can say, this is the free version and this is the paid version. So then you can talk about the pros and the cons of each and when you can, when you think that someone can switch over to the paid version and what are the benefits of that. So hopefully that helps and gives you a ton of ideas as to how to embed affiliates. I mean, the worst thing you can do is just stuffing affiliates, <laughs> like just putting some vague affiliate that has nothing to do with the blog post or with the content and just putting it smack in the middle and then people don't understand why it's there. I mean, I think, I guess you do that with ads. I mean, not you, I'm sorry, but just people in general do that with ads. I mean, it's up to you. (laughs) It's just um, my suggestion is embedded in so that it seamlessly is read through and, you know, people get to learn more about the service or product another strategy while promoting affiliates would be like once you are up and running with affiliate marketing you might end up with tons of affiliate programs at this point it would make sense to reorganize and prioritize so that you get the most profit from all your effort what this means is that like if you have like more than like 50 affiliate programs you may want to look at them and evaluate like which ones uh, which ones out of them are like getting you most money for the effort that you put in and then probably like look at the top 10 out of those and use them as your uh, main affiliates going forward and what you want to do is like select one of the affiliates and have a pillar post for that particular affiliate this would mean that that particular post or a blog post would rank higher in Google. Right. They could rank higher in Google or whatever the search engine that you're in, even Pinterest. So the thing with having a pillar post is that when Google or whatever the search engine goes out to look for content, it needs to quickly find what it's looking for. And if if you have two pillar posts on the same subject, they cancel each other out because Google doesn't know which one is the one that it should be referring to. And so it will get confused. Audience members will also get confused if they don't know which one is the pillar content. So you want to make sure you have one pillar content and then you link to it. So for example, this podcast and this blog post is going to be my pillar content for affiliate marketing. You'll notice that we are putting a lot of content into this and that you're getting a ton of value. And the reason that we're doing that is because we're then going to link back to it because we won't talk about it in length in other blog posts. We'll just talk about it briefly, but then we'll be able to link back to it, making the, uh, the SEO higher because there are more pages that are linking back to this page or to this podcast. Uh, so I would recommend that you have at least 10 uh, pillar posts or content on 10 different affiliates. If you're a beginner, stick with 10 at least for the first year. I think that might be a little bit difficult. Um, You can try a couple of them out, but just like stick to 10 because 10 is going to be enough for you to really get to know the product and the service, get to know the terms and conditions, develop pillar content and, you know, have 
supporting content to that. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's going to take a ton. And so focusing on 10 for the first year would be my suggestion. Here are some ways to organize your affiliates. So the first one is write down all the affiliates that you already have or affiliates that you would like to have with a short description of why you think that they are the best affiliates for your audience, right? Because this is a promotion. After that, pick 10 that you think are going to be the most beneficial. If you have less than 10, that's good. Just start with those. And then later on, you might want to build up. Maybe you don't. After you have at most 10, write one pillar post for each affiliate. Then write supporting posts and link back to that pillar post. That way you rank on the search engine. Another strategy to promote your affiliates is to use a resource page. You can list all the products and services that you actually use to support yourself and your business. And you think that these products and services might also be helpful for your readers or for your audience. You can list all these products and services on the resource page. And um, you'll list them with affiliate links so that whenever some reader or audi- member of the audience gets a hold of this product, they, they give credit to you. Also, you could provide a short description uh, for the products and services that you're uh, listing on the resource page and pro- possibly like link to your own uh, blog's pillar posts. Yeah, so you'll notice that on this uh, blog post, you'll notice that we have linked our own resource page. And so we're doing a couple things. We're internally linking back to that page. We'll, we'll boost that SEO. But the other part is that we are indirectly also pitching other affiliates because that resource page has affiliates on it and it also has non-affiliates on it, right? Depending on when you visit the page. This is also a great way to look at what's working for your competitors because they will also most likely have a resource page. They might call it something else, uh, but it's most likely there. And you can see what resources are tapping into and what they're suggesting. And maybe you could become an affiliate of things that work for many bloggers out there or you know whatever your niche is. Uh, so when you're promoting affiliates, uh, think about teaching a tutorial of, you know, how to use this or that. So you might have noticed on that episode two, that we teach you step by step how to make a landing page with ConvertKit. That's what you want to do. You want to teach people how to use that product or that service uh, to serve them best. Uh, you want to make sure that you are acting as a resource and giving them value for their time. Uh, it's essential that products and services are explained to potential customers so that they can then be converted from audience member or potential customer to a client uh, or to a buying member. Now, you can also model how you use it, um, kind of giving the conceptual of it um, and showing how you can leverage that product and different features that you like to use and how you're embedding them into your business. Those are just a couple ways that you can, some strategies that you can use to promote your affiliate marketing or your affiliates. Another strategy to promote your affiliates is using Pinterest and other social media. Pinterest is a platform that promotes traffic to your own website. It's a great resource for promoting Affiliates. Here you can promote things like do-it-yourselves, recipes, tech gear, and so on. Uh, they have also like added new updates to their platform, such as videos and story pins, which uh, which expands your reach to newer audiences. And there are more additional ways to promote your content on on Pinterest. Yeah. Thanks for naming that. So we use Pinterest all the time here at Blogging Business Owner, and we have seen a huge boost in our engagement with Pinterest stories and video pins. And this is, at the time of our recording, is a new feature that's only given to some people, but you can um, request that the feature is given to you. And if you would like a blog post about that, then please let us know. We'll we'll walk you right through it. Uh, But we've seen 
when I was pinning before, like just stagnant pins or yeah, stagnant pins, I was getting traction like maybe, I don't know, maybe like uh, 50 people or maybe in a week or something like that. And, you know, and it's really my second month of blogging, so it was great. But once I got into story and video pins, one of my pins, I thought, I thought the thing was broken. <laughs> like, I thought I was like, like, it was like a model or something like of my potential engagement. I didn't think it was like my actual engagement. I got close to 10,000 and by close, I mean 9,000 something, something, something. So close to 10,000 engagements in like two minutes. It was crazy. So when that happened, I called Chaitanya back and I said, oh my goodness, like something is happening. I don't know what is happening. And he asked me to just try it again with a different pen and see if it happened again. And it did. <laughs> so we were pleasantly surprised. So if you're new to Pinterest, open a business account and use story and video pens. Anyway, sorry, back to you, Chaitanya. Also, you could use Facebook to promote your affiliates it's one of the largest social media platforms out there uh, you by using facebook to promote your affiliates you can r reach a larger audience and increase your sales potential yeah i mean i've mentioned this before but facebook has a button at the top that's customizable and so you can even link your resource page up there and people can click on it they'll be redirected to your resource page and voila you have all your affiliates or most of them on that page. My suggestion is put all of them on there um, and write a description so that people know why they're good for them. Now, another tip is use video marketing. Video is really picking up and you can see this by the push that different platforms are doing towards the video. You can even see on your own blog post that some people might stay a little bit longer when there is a video on the website or on that page. And so focus on video and making sure that you are giving content that's valuable through video format. You can even do like a live stream on Facebook or even on Instagram or YouTube uh, and promote that affiliate link. So just a tip, just be aware of the affiliate policies. Um, some of them will not want you to promote it on social media or on email or, you know, just different ways. So just be sure that you are within the guidelines of how they like you to promote. You can even do it on your email list with your newsletter. And you have a captivated audience that you have built trust with and they're opening your emails and they love your content. And so that is an audience member that could be converted into a buyer. Now, again, just be sure that you look at those terms and conditions. Another way to promote your affiliates is by using campaigns. Campaigns are a great way to promote affiliate marketing. Campaigns are a great way to promote your products and services through affiliate marketing. Usually the best campaigns are highly interactive and encourage some kind of action from your uh, readers or from your audience. Campaigns can usually be challenges, competitions, ask me anything sessions, and whatever it takes to increase the engagement amongst your community. The great thing about campaigns is that you can learn more about how the affiliate supports your community by sharing experiences and listening to feedback from your readers. This feedback helps you understand which affiliate programs have the most value. Using your audience's input to increase the frequency of affiliates that are working, use the feedback that you get from your audience or from your readers to increase the frequency of the affiliate campaigns, uh, affiliate programs that are actually working and cut down on those which are creating friction amongst your audience. Yeah, there might be some affiliates that people are just turned off by. They just don't want to hear from them. They've... They've tried it. It doesn't work for them. It's just not good for their business. Um, so if that's if you start to get that feedback, yeah, drop that affiliate because it's something that people really don't want to hear about. 
So how do you make money from affiliates long term? This is affiliate marketing is one of the ways that you can make a long term money from. You do put a lot of work up front by making all of this content, but later on you can focus on maintaining that content by staying up to date with the company's goals, products, and services. So a short example, just very quickly convert kit. <laughs> they recently in December up their different services. One of the huge things that they're pushing is their landing pages. And so that's why our second episode was about landing pages is because we want to support the efforts that they're putting forward and that's landing pages. So make sure that you are tapping into your affiliates and learning where they're putting their resources and time so that you are aligning with them as much as possible. Update your blog post with the current terminology. You might have noticed that a lot of people or a lot of businesses tend to change their name or tend to rebrand and use different words. For example, um, tailwinds went from uh, tribes, I believe, to communities. Uh, and that was a very transparent and, you know, they did it for a very good reason. But I still find that some marketers are still referring to them with their previous name, which makes no sense because when I jumped into Tailwinds, marketers were calling it tribes, but I had gone to the website, like I had, I had put in the work and I had learned about Tailwinds and I knew it was Tailwind Communities. And when they said tribes, I had no idea what they were talking about. I just did not understand. And later on, I found out, you know, I read that uh, post that they, that Tailwinds made and saying that they had made that change. So make sure that you stay up to date and that you're using the right words or terminology. Fix any broken links. Uh, Sometimes people might shift their website. And so you want to make sure that your links are usable and that they're working and update any promotional strategies or latest trends. You might notice that some affiliates might have some promotions, like if you sell or if you push this certain feature or this product out of all of our products, then we will give you whatever it is, right? Or some challenges within the affiliates. So make sure that you're knowledgeable about that so that you can shift and kind of make that as a focus for that time period. So now it's time for some frequently asked questions. So question number one, what are beginner affiliates and that I can sign up with? Okay, so let me give you my short list, but you can definitely find this on my resource page and you can also find this on the blog as well. But I love ConvertKit and ConvertKit, I think the first time I applied, they denied and then I applied again and they were like, they let me in. But I think the difference was that, and I don't know if this was a deal breaker, but the difference was that the first time I applied with an at gmail.com email and then the next time I applied with my business email and I don't know if that was the deal breaker, but I got in the second time. And I know that, you know, that you will, if you choose to be an affiliate with ConvertKit, you know, we will both be, you know, Pat Flynn, the guy who makes 100000 he also is a ConvertKit affiliate. And I know that that can seem a little daunting because it's like, you know, if so many people are using the affiliates, then, you know, like it's spread kind of thin. No, because, you know, your audience is different than mine and ours is different than Pat's. So there is enough room for all of us. So if you want to start with that, I highly recommend it because they have a great program where you get to learn about their products and services and they make it super easy. Uh, So ConvertKit would be one that I would like to offer. Um, And you can check out the pricing so you can learn more at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash pricing. Um, so start there so that you learn a little bit more about what ConvertKit is uh, based on their pricing because they list our features on there too. And just quickly, uh, Cloudways is another affiliate that uh, we promote. Cloudways is a, a cloud hosting platform that gives users a free seven-day trial 
and it's super affordable and it's something that we use to host our website. So you can use that and you can find that at bloggingbusinessowner.com slash cloudways. And as we've mentioned before, we are also affiliates for website policies and this is a place where you can go to make your policies for example i have my policy privacy that i made in a couple minutes and my disclosure as well so i invite you to go and check out bloggingbusinessowner.com slash website policies and see if that's an affiliate that you would like to be paired with. Um, for that one, I do recommend that you do use the service. Uh, and if you want to help out the show, then go ahead and use the affiliate link. But the reason is because it's just such a new service, I guess maybe just for me, maybe that's just me that I just thought it was awesome that you can make your policies on a website and you don't have to go through a lawyer or you don't have to use these like templates because I'm not a lawyer, so I wouldn't know what to write in them. And so for me, it was just like great. Uh, So the best way for me to learn um, is I need to interact with it. And that's just my way of learning. Uh, But for this one, I do recommend that you go on and that you kind of just kind of look at the platform a little bit. Anyway, I'm going to list all of the affiliates on the um, on the blog post. So that way you can look through them and I'll keep them updated on the resource page. uh, So that way you can find them easily. Now, I want to talk a little bit about cookies because that's another frequently asked question is what is a cookie and why does it matter? So a cookie is something that follows your clicks when you're on a website. And there is a cookie policy, by the way, that you can also use. You don't have to use it, but I have it on my website. So you can go ahead and check that out. But a cookie is something that tracks uh, when what someone is doing on a website. So for example, there are cookies that will last like 30 days. So for example, if, uh, and I don't, I don't know this for sure. Okay. This is just an example. So if you were to use one of the affiliate links that may have a cookie for 30 days, that means that if you were to access that website, that's day one, right? So now the website knows that you have logged in or visited that website with my affiliate link. Let's say you don't make a purchase, but you really like the product and the service and you just keep thinking about it. So about five days later, you go back into that website, maybe not with my affiliate link, maybe you're just kind of going back and now you purchase. I would still get the benefit of that purchase because those cookies were still active, right? Because the cookie lifetime was 30 days. Now there's different lifetimes. Some of them don't even give you a lifetime, but some of them do. Some of them are even like 90 days long. And so you want to make sure that you understand what the cookie life is. That is one thing that I really look for in affiliates um, is how long the cookie life is. Uh, And I mean, some affiliates I just love. And so I promote them regardless of the cookie life because I just think that they're super great. But other ones I do tend to look at the cookie life because I do want to see how long they give people for, you know, for me to get the benefit or the monetization for that. Now, how much, um, this is our last question. How much do established bloggers make from affiliate marketing? So the number is going to change a ton, right? So there are some that make 150,000 a month and there are, you know, we are at zero dollars a month. <laughs> so there is a full range of what you can make a month. But you have, you know, different bloggers that do make consistent money off of their affiliate marketing. So at some point, Michelle from Making Sense of Sense was making 50000 a month just from affiliates. Now, at this point, we don't know how much she's making because she now only reports it in percentages. But if you look at her blog, you will see that a huge percentage of her income is from affiliate marketing. So it ranges and it really is a long-term game. I mean, you might make some money at the beginning. I mean, it's completely possible that you can make money, uh, but really the money starts compounding um, in the long term, because more people are accessing your blog, more people are using your link, and it's just getting that much more traction. Okay, so some final thoughts. So affiliate marketing is predicted to keep growing. 
At the time of this recording, it's valued at about 12 billion. That's what the B globally. And so jump on it. If, you know, if it resonates with you, then I think it's it's great, even if it's not your main source of income. But if you just want to dabble and make some money before you uh, launch your product or your service, this is a great way to start. Uh, I would love to hear from you and know which affiliates are working for you. Uh, and that way we can all learn from the comment section about, you know, what affiliates are, are working and if you're a newbie or a seasoned blogger and which ones have, you know, have you stuck with. And I just want to thank you for your time. We love sharing time with you and for tuning in. And it's listeners like you that support this podcast by tuning in. There's always, you know, a ton of ways that you can support the podcast. You can leave a comment on the show notes. You can like it on iTunes. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Uh, we just appreciate you so much. And another way that you can support this podcast is by joining us every Sunday at 6.30 PST time on bloggingbusinessowner.com slash YouTube. And you can join us for the premieres of each podcast. We can chat live and learn what you love about the podcast and what you would like to see coming up. Now you can access the show notes on bloggingbusinessowner.com slash show notes. And again, we want to thank you for your time and we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us today uh, and listening to us. Uh, hope you have an awesome day. This is your co-host Chaitanya. And your co-host Anna signing off. So as you know, I have been in the podcasting space for some weeks now, and I have been very lucky to produce successful episodes. If you want to hear more episodes, go to bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast. Access the one stop to subscribe to your favorite platform and connect with us online. That's bloggingbusinessowner.com slash podcast.